0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: the cincinnati Bengals taking on the pittsburgh steelers up next on the orange is the new black podcast hello world what separated your deep ball from everybody else my deep ball has a little secret sauce to it i never get too high never get too low but just keep moving the the whole story is carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in in high school Welcome to the Orange is the New Black Podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie. I'm actually flying solo this week. My man Zim is fighting some allergy issues, so he's kind of lost his voice a little bit. But we're here to talk about the Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers previewing this game. I also have some notes from Zim on things that he wanted to talk about. So that way, we're not leaving you guys out from Zim Hude. Uh, but please be sure to also check out before this video, Uh, We announced an event with Midwest Barbecue, I believe, the other day. We're actually going to have that event in Cincinnati. It's going to be on the Wednesday before the game at 7 o'clock, This is something that we talked about doing with them for a while now. Please be sure to come out. We're going to have all kinds of special guests there. There's going to be all kinds of opportunities available. There will be food. There will be drinks, all kinds of stuff. So please come out. It's going to be in Loveland, Ohio, Justice Court, Uh, We will have some flyers. We'll have some coupons. We'll do some pretty cool things. So be sure to please check that out. We truly appreciate that. Uh, But let's get into it. So the first thing that Zim wanted to kind of talk about uh, was going off of the last game. They're going to have to pretty much, for the most part, be able to handle those stunts up front. That was one of the issues that we saw with Xavier Suofilo in the last game. Me and Zim kind of talked about it. Uh, We also saw them just kind of struggle with that. Obviously, Pittsburgh is probably going to employ that, especially after reviewing the game tape. So how are they going to handle that up front, especially with Jackson Carmen? it seems to be scheduled to make his start? How is he going to respond to that? They've got to fix the communication there. Obviously, it's not just coming from those offensive linemen, but it's also uh, hurting those tight ends. It's also hurting some of the running backs. So how can they combat that? That is going to be a major key to this game. Another thing that Zim is saying is that they definitely need to keep the tight ends in the empty slots or in the empty sets in order to chip block. So they have to do a better job with that moving forward is where Zim's mind is at. And I have to agree with him on that. They have to keep some extra blockers in to reduce those free rushers from being able to wreak havoc on Joe Burrow and this offensive line. So I agree with Zim on that as well. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Steelers injuries. It's As we're recording this on Friday, they haven't announced too many of the Steelers injuries. It appears that Big Ben is going to be good to go. It appears that T.J. Watt is going to be good to go. The biggest one for me, I think, is actually going to be uh, the running back. Or not the running back, I'm sorry. Uh, the one in this one is actually Deontay Johnson, the wide receiver. I think that he's going to be a huge Uh, absence for them if he isn't in this game, especially with that Steelers wide receiver in court. you got James Washington, but James Washington dropped a pass, I believe, in the last game, and he's no Deontay Johnson. You still have Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster, of course, but Deontay Johnson is kind of the guy that really – uh, takes the top off for them so that would be something to really monitor but for the most part it seems like most of these guys are good to go high smith there is probably a 50 50 percent chance that he plays um, so the Bengals are going to have to take advantage of them losing tyson alu and stefan Tuit not being in this game because he was already designated on ir so i think that that means that the running game actually could be pretty potent in this game uh, they still have cam hayward right and I expect them to also return uh, Bush, Devin Bush, the linebacker. He should be back. Joe Hayden should be back. Um, but I still think that they should test this run defense that Pittsburgh has for sure. Uh, so next, we'll also talk about uh, Khalid Kareem. we got an update that Khalid Kareem returned to practice. I believe that was on Thursday. So that bodes well. It appears that he will not exactly practice in terms of planning practice, but he was on the rehab field, so that is a good sign that he could be in line to be making his season debut pretty soon. Now, he was on IR, so that does mean that he has to be out this game, um, so possibly next week, week four, look forward to that. Um, again, week four is when me and Zen will also be in town. We'll have our section um, shared with all kinds of Bengals personalities, and the Wednesday before that game, we will be having our event at Midwest Best Barbecue, so please be sure to check that out. Uh, Trey Wayne's Trey Waynes is back at practice. This was the second straight day that Trey Waynes has practiced. Practice. I would fully expect him to make his debut against Pittsburgh, and I think that's huge for this Bengals defense because we have seen how the Bengals on the boundaries have been susceptible to giving up some first downs, and I think that Trey Waynes is a guy that is a short tackler that the Bengals have paid an enormous amount of money to last season that we haven't seen yet, so I'm very excited to see Trey Waynes. It seems like all systems are a go there. Um, And then we also wanted to say goodbye formally to Jacquez Patrick. He ended up being signed off of the Bengals practice squad to the San Francisco 49ers. Best of luck to him. I know him personally, have known him since he was a freshman at FSU. We used to do some business together there. As far as doing some kind of cool stuff for his sneakers. Uh, but um, happy for him to get the opportunity. Unfortunately, it wasn't in Cincy, uh, but he does have an opportunity, I think, in San Francisco that is wide open for him to make an impact there. So I will definitely be monitoring him for my fantasy team for sure. And then, of course, we talked about Jackson Carmen. I think Jackson Carmen is going to be the X factor in this game because he is going up against this Pittsburgh. Uh, defensive line and he hasn't had the best start to camp but now hoping that he's put those issues behind him this could be an opportunity for Jackson Carmen to not only uh, start but potentially keep that starting spot in the lineup uh, with a Bengals offensive line that for the most part in my opinion has played somewhat solid I mean when you talk about Riley Reef, he's had a solid addition. He did give up one sack last week, one sack on the season for him. I believe one sack on the season for Jonah Williams. That was given up. Quentin Spain, I think, has played extremely well. We just had him on the show a few weeks ago. Please be sure to check that episode out. Uh, But I think that Carmen is the key because Xavier Suofilo, some believe was kind of responsible for maybe two of those sacks this past week, a lot of the pressure coming from the inside and interior. And I've been a guy that I've never really been a big Xavier Suofilo guy. And, you know, I don't think that he's a bad player. I just think that he's for the most part, a backup caliber player. And, you know, he's not bad as a backup, but when you have him in there as your starter, You can't expect him to just be this elite level uh, offensive guard. You you might not even be able to get him to be a league average guard. Uh, So I think that Carmen coming in there, we'll have to see. I think that this is unfortunately the best time that we can put him in due to injury. And unfortunately, it's going to be against the Steelers. But the good thing is there's no Stephon to it. So and there's no Tyson Alu Alu. So that could bode well unless they do put Cam Hayward over him. Right. Uh, So we'll have to see how they go about this game. But I think that this game definitely is going to come down to how well the Bengals can run the ball and how many of those intermediate and deep shots they can take. Uh, with switching it up, especially from the last two weeks. The last two weeks, the game plan was very similar. They were in protect Joe Burrow mode. Now with them being able to take some of the reins off, we'll have to see where they go. They're still going to be restricted, right? Because it's week two. Uh, Burrow obviously is the franchise. He got hit a bunch of times last week, but they still have to be aggressive as a offense. And so we'll see how many shots that they take to Jamar Chase. There was another scare earlier this week with T. Higgins. T. Higgins has returned to practice. So that is a likely sign that T. Higgins will also be in this game. And I think that that's an integral part of this offense. When you look at What the Oakland Raiders were actually able to do, it wasn't running the ball. It was actually a lot of, ironically, a lot of short passes that they were able to get some yards after catching. Derek Carr was able to spread it around and hit about eight to nine different receivers. I think that the Bengals can have some similar success against this Steelers defense. However, obviously with TJ Watt there, even if he may not be at 100%, They are going to have the game plan around him, but I do think that the short routes, the intermediate routes, and maybe taking some more aggressive deep shots should bode well. Now, Minka Fitzpatrick did get beat on the Henry Ruggs deep pass last last week. We'll have to see if the Bengals learned anything from that, right? See if they can kind of take advantage of them uh, deep in the secondary, I think is one of the keys to the game. The other key is protecting Joe Burrow, making sure – that they keep him upright and keep that this Pittsburgh pass rush off of him. I talked about Melvin Ingram on the AFC North Talk ch- channel and thought that he was a good pickup for the Steelers. Melvin Ingram is still a good player. You have to remember that he was one of the NFL top 100 players not too long ago. And he's playing alongside, TJ Watt so even if you know TJ Watt isn't 100% you still have to watch out for Melvin Ingram if you remember back to week one of last season Melvin Ingram was the guy that picked off Joe Burrow in that first game Uh, so definitely be sure to protect Joe Burrow in this uh this passing offense by adequate pass blocking I mean it's really that simple and then the run blocking has to be better especially with the Steelers potentially being susceptible to it especially with Tyson Alou out. They have to be able to get this ground game going as well. The defense, I think that you have to get on top of this Steelers offense. A lot of people are going to say, you know what, the Steelers offense has struggled, and they have been. They've been erratic. They've been up and down, but this team, uh, when it they can score pretty quickly and rather quickly. And they have a, a multiple different ways that they can do it. They've got Pat Fryer move, the uh, backup tight end. I think that you got to watch out for him. He's becoming more and more of a reliable weapon to bend, and you can't allow him to explode in this game. And then Deontay Johnson, you gotta make sure that you keep him in check. Chase Claypool. Has amazing size and Juju. You got to keep those receivers in check. You got to get them off of the field. You got to make sure that you take advantage of the opportunities whenever Pittsburgh sputters on offense, that you can go ahead and answer the bell because in that Raiders game, when the Raiders were able to put some points on the board, that's when Pittsburgh started responding with touchdowns of their own. You got to definitely be able to defend that deep pass and you got to get to Ben. It's always been about that. I think that the Bengals actually can do that in this game uh, because big Ben, uh, that offensive line that he's been behind. If you've watched me on that channel, I've always talked about him in that offensive line is a mix for disaster. I think having an older quarterback that's, as old as Ben is behind a offensive line with question marks, more question marks, in my opinion, than the Bengals' offensive line. I think that that is a recipe for disaster for Pittsburgh, and I think that it spells a recipe for success for the Bengals with them being uh, leading the league or in the top five right now, averaging three sacks per game. So I think that that's key, right, making sure that you get to Ben, get him down, get pressure in his face. Uh, The Oakland Raiders, even though the Steelers only gave up two sacks last week, the Oakland Raiders were able to hit Big Ben 10 times in that game. Um, and if the Bengals can apply that kind of pressure, it bodes well for them because Ben is still taking chances. He, he still will roll out and throw it. He's been very uh, dangerous, in my opinion, with the ball. And I think that that bodes well, especially with the Bengals defense that was able to try to cause some turnovers last week with Justin Fields. they got to win the turnover battle. And then I think the other key is ball security. Uh, You got to Joe Burrow as the quarterback of this team. He has got to protect the ball coming off of a game where he had three interceptions. You probably would really only call them two, but ball security is important. T Higgins also had the fumble. So ball security, especially in Hinesfield, especially on the road, you cannot afford to turn the ball over. So that's another key. And being more creative with the play calling. Right. We talked about the intermediate and deep shots, but also some no huddle. Those are things that me and Zim talked with Willie Anderson about after the game uh, that night, Sunday night. We talked about mixing it up a little. Right. A little bit of that fast paced offense, throw off the pace of the Pittsburgh Steelers defense and, and try to take advantage of them and get what you can out of them. Uh, but not, don't be afraid to, to take some deep shots. Don't be afraid to uh, run some screens. I think they also need to get Chris Evans involved in this game. I honestly think that this is the Chris Evans game, bring him in, run some screens, uh, add him in the backfield as another passing option for Joe Burrow in this, in this uh this offense. And I think it adds a completely different dimension. Um, So those are what I believe are the keys to victory. Uh, If I'm given a prediction, I think that the Bengals can win this game. I think when you look at the Cincinnati Bengals and Steelers going into Heinz field in years past, we've never really had this confidence or felt like we were going to win a game in Heinz. And I think that this is the year, the way that the chips are falling, uh, for the Bengals this year, you've got a Steelers team that's still learning the Matt Canada offense. It's a new offense, so they've been up and down. They've got a lot of injuries going around on that front. Even if those guys do play, they will not be 100%. Uh, you've got to be able to take advantage of that. No Stephon to it. you know, maybe an 80% T.J. Watt out there. That is something, if there's no uh, uh, Highsmith, you got to take advantage of that. So I think that's what the Bengals have to do. And I think that it bodes well for them to be able to do that in this game. And you've got to just win. The Bengals currently right now, there's been a lot of negative talk this week about the Bengals. The Bengals are in first place right now. If you take all of the tiebreakers, I believe because they haven't played another AFC opponent, they're actually the tiebreaker for first place. This is something that will, I think, actually give them about a game and a half lead if they're able to get this divisional win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's going to be a tough ass, right? It's hard to say that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to lose two straight at home. But I think that this Bengals team can do it, and I think that Joe Burrow can do it. He's going to have to learn from some of the, the things that happened in that first Steelers game last season and how they were able to play them. They're going to have to watch for the blitz. They're going to have to watch for the stunts. But if they can control the line of scrimmage, I think that the Bengals end up walking out of Hines, With a huge win, a huge win, especially for uh, Zach Taylor and the staff, especially after everything that has gone on. Um, I think that that is going to be what the key is to victory. I am Ace Boogie. You can find me on YouTube at New Stripe City. Uh, You can also find my partner, Zim, on YouTube. Uh, You just put it in Zim Hude. You can also find him on Instagram at Zim underscore Hude uh, on Instagram. And you can also find them on Twitter at Zim Hude. it's all one word on Twitter. I'm at new Stripe city, all one word on Twitter as well. Um, and we will be in Cincinnati next week. So um, after this week, we will be there for week four. We will be with the Bengals. It's a lot of stuff going on. Check in the description of this video for tickets. I believe the section is sold out if I'm not mistaken, uh, but we also have the other event that I kind of talked about as well going on at midwest barbecue uh, we've got some special guests that are gonna potentially make some appearances there uh, as allotted and then we also have a great food great vibes all kind of cool stuff going on so if you are fans of the show you support me and them please be sure to check us out is next wednesday at seven o'clock at midwest best barbecue they've got barbecue they've got ice cream brisket fries uh, pull up. We're going to have coupons, all kind of stuff. We might have some merch. If you guys have seen the Trace Migos and the whole lot of orange shirts, we might have some merch that we're giving away as well. Please be sure to check us out. I'm going to put the flyer up real quick just so you guys can see us. It's, it's going to be a live podcast as well. Uh, Midwest Best Barbecue, 669 Justice Court. Loveland, Ohio, for those at home that cannot uh, see this currently on the screen. But it is by our sponsor, Midwest Best Barbecue. So if you are hungry and you want to pull up on me and Zim, meet us, uh, take a, take part in some pretty cool guests coming through. Please be sure to check it out. Uh, but as usual, we're going to end this with a yes surf Hello world, what separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, yeah, it a little secret sauce to it, man. Uh, Never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school.